Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. We're back with our episode two of our summer mini series, The Gutsy Guide to Clean Eating. What, what? What, what? We're back. And today we are talking about five healthy swaps you can make um, along your clean eating journey. I'm so excited. I know. Me too. (laughs) These are things that you and I are just like, oh, these are simple things that Mm -hmm. can really just help transform your eating habits um, and clean eating. And so we're going to just dive in and talk about a couple different categories. Um, so we're going to kick things off with snacks. Yeah. So kind of just adding on to like what we talked about in episode one of our summer series, the gutsy guide to clean eating, which if you haven't listened to definitely go check it out. But we talk about not restricting food, right? Like if you're right. eating crackers and chips, like don't just eliminate that day one. Cause that's going to be really hard to do. Yes. Instead, like there are options out there that are a lot healthy for healthier for you that are going to make you feel good and actually fuel your body. So instead of eliminating those crackers and popcorn and things like that, like here's some snacks to, to go for. So Because if you know anything about Abigail, I love chips. She does. I love chips. (laughs) It is not a good relationship with chips, but it's okay because I found better chips that when I eat a whole bag, I don't feel as guilty. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So one of our favorite brands is Siete. So good. I'm sorry to say I don't have have any Siete chips for lunch today, but we've got crackers, so you'll be okay. I'll survive. Um, so Siete is an incredible brand. Um, they do potato chips and, uh, cassava, um, like tortilla chips. Um, they do like sauces and spices and things like that, but Mm -hmm. they're like potato chips, um, and tortilla chips are amazing. Amazing. Cause it all started someone. So they're based out of San Antonio, Texas Mm -hmm. and they, one of their uh, members of the family was diagnosed with celiacs Mm -hmm. and they're a Hispanic family. So their normal culture of food is a lot of things with flour, like tortillas and chips and, you know, enchiladas. And like, so they were making, like, it was such a staple of their food that had gluten in it. And so they decided to totally overhaul and they're like, how can we make this amazing food? non-gluten mainly because it started with one of the members of the family and now they've just been this incredible brand that everyone we know loves yeah (laughs) yeah but it's um they break it down to literally what the only ingredients it should be to make up that item so like their chips like their basic plain potato chips that would be like comparable to like lay's potato chips it's potatoes avocado oil and sea salt and that's it that's amazing and that's it and i don't have the ingredients of lay's are you pulling it up um, yeah, I can. Okay. Caitlin might be finding the ingredients for Lay's potato chips, but I know they definitely have like canola oil and inflammatory oils and that kind of stuff. And it's like, it's potato chips. Like you can make homemade p- potato chips at home, not to say double home there, but you can make potato chips at home super easy. That's literally like potatoes, 
oil and salt. Yeah. So for Lay's oven baked original potato crisps, the first ingredients dried potatoes. So, you know, they're off to a good start, but then mm. they go, it goes bad real quickly. Oh no. Uh, corn starch, corn oil, sugar, sea salt, soy lectin, dextrose, and something I can't even pronounce. Yeah. So, that's so not good. yeah, like not good. At I can all. pronounce potatoes. I can pronounce avocado oil and I can pronounce sea salt and I know what they are. <laughs> and you know what they are. You don't have to Google them to find out <laughs> what the heck is in this something thing. Something extra. And why are they even using it? It's really right, the question. Right. And we're not trying to like harp on lays and these things and stuff, but it, it's really, it's a huge difference. Like mm-hmm. food should be what it is, right? right? It should be what it's mo- in the most simple form of what food should be. Yeah. And like, if you want these items, that's not bad. There's nothing wrong with potato chips, right? Right. When they're in their most basic form, like we said, potatoes, avocado oil, sea salt, um, or some of these other snacks. And Caitlin and I are going to talk about a few of those, but you just have, you really need to start reading ingredients because, and as much as sometimes it's complicated, but you know, and like figuring out what that means, of course, there's great resources, Google, just like if you literally have no idea what the ingredient is, but if you, if our kind of rule of thumb is if you can read all the ingredients and actually know what they are, and if it's five or less for mm-hmm. the most part, I think it's kind of a rough number that make up that thing, then it's a good start, right? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, especially taking out inflammatory oils and so much hidden sugar in prepackaged foods. Potato chips don't need sugar. Right. Like, they just don't. It's like salt and potatoes. Yeah. Like, God, why is there sugar? Exactly. Yeah, yeah so Siete's um, green-free sea salt t- tortilla chips are mm-hmm. cassava fo- fo- oil, <laughs> cassava flour, avocado oil, coconut flour, chia seed, and sea salt. That's it. That's it. It's and, amazing. And, and they taste great. And so good. They're available at a lot of stores. Yep. Um, so they're definitely, as they, the company has grown because they've become popular because mm-hmm. obviously people are looking for products like this. This is yeah. a great thing to, to go for, for sure. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, one of our other favorite snack brands is lesser evil popcorn. So yummy. it is amazing. I have a package right here in front of me. Um, so everyone loves popcorn. If you mm-hmm. don't, I'm sorry, but, um, but the popcorns that you get in the little microwave bags are full of bad oils for yeah. you and full of icky stuff. But this lesser evil one, it's so it's pre-popped. So it comes in like small little snack bags or bigger bags, like, you know, for sharing at home. And I'm reading the ingredients, organic non-GMO popcorn, organic extra virgin coconut oil, and Himalayan salt. Awesome. Three ingredients. I know what they all are. And this tastes amazing. So popcorn is actually a great little snack. Um because of its fiber content Mm -hmm. and so and you know a good little filler snack or if you're looking for something a little salty and crunchy that's not super fatty or high calorie or anything it's an awesome little snack um but again those pre-made ones especially those ones are like extra extra movie theater butter whatever yeah all fake stuff if you want butter on your popcorn just melt some stick butter and Mm -hmm. pour it on your popcorn yeah like there's nothing wrong with that if you want chocolate covered popcorn just melt some regular old chocolate and pour it on your popcorn that's way better for you than pre-packaged stuff yeah and so it's really learning how to sift through the crumminess really of of prepackaged things and finding those options that are better because again popcorn is not that bad for you crackers are not bad for you but the standardized prepackaged like Ritz and Lay's and all that 
that's what's bad because of all the extra ingredients that don't need to be in them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So another two brands that we really love are Simple Mills mm-hmm. and Hue, which is H-U. It's called Get Back to Human. So they it's just H-U. Um, and so these are amazing crackers um, that we both love to eat all the time. So like there's for Simple Mills, like I've got their rosemary and sea salt crackers in front of me. And so it's Nut and seed flour blend, tapioca starch, cassava flour, um, sea salt, rosemary. They they do use organic sunflower oil, which is not the greatest, but compared to other. a lot of other crackers, like it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. Organic onion, organic garlic, organic pepper. So awesome, really good choice. And then the Hue crackers, like it's no gluten, no soybean, so soybean oil, no canola oil. It's just all really good ingredients. Yes. So, yeah. And I'm going to say right now that I am breaking the stipulation of healthier eating or gluten-free eating or whatever is tastes bad. Oh, it yes. It does yeah. not. So, yes, there are some bad things out there. Do not get me wrong. But I've also eaten really bad non-gluten-free stuff and whatever, like prepackaged items. Like, there's bad apples in every bunch, people. Yep. So, you just have to, again, sift through some of the stuff. But knowing how to read the ingredient label and just picking, even if you just made like really focused on how much sugar is in it. Does this product even need sugar? Mm-hmm. And then focusing on oils, which we're going to talk about in just a second, like then that's really two main ingredients that will help you feel so much better of avoiding some of those items. Exactly. And again, these are available like at, at your, your standard grocery s- store, grocery or Target or Walmart, Walmart. Or whatever yeah. they they've got them. Obviously, like if you've got a Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's, like there's they're gonna have good options too. But these are readily available 100%. products everywhere. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, so I'm gonna lead into so we talked about oils. So we might as well really touch on yeah. that now. So inflammatory oils are things like canola oil and vegetable oil. Um, soybean oil, palm um, oil, palm oil are kind of the top ones that mm-hmm. are getting used in like literally everything that's on a grocery store shelf. Yep. And those are extremely inflammatory. Vegetable oil is not like oils pulled from a whole bunch of vegetables. It's literally <laughs> like chemically made nastiness. Yeah. <laughs> so it does no good for your body at all. Right. Now granted, I'm going to say this, my entire childhood and most of my adult life until about two or three years ago, I used vegetable oil and canola oil all the time. Yeah. That's what I knew. Even like making, you know, whatever, like if it called for oil, I just pulled out vegetable oil. Mm-hmm. But now those good healthy swaps for that are olive oil. And you've got to, there's a few brands you need to get that are better than others. Like chosen foods is a mm-hmm. good one. Um, try to go a little more organic. Um, and, you know, sometimes because some of these oils can get rancid. Right. Um, so there's still some brands you need to, like, focus on a little higher than the others. Um, but olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil mm-hmm. are three top good ones to mm-hmm. use for kind of any kind of cooking. Or good old-fashioned stick butter. Yep. I yeah. mean, I, I use just plain old stick butter all the time now for mm-hmm. so much things. Yeah. <laughs> More than I ever have my whole life. Right. Yeah. I love the the Kerrygold butter. Yeah. And they have that at Costco and it's great and it's good high, high quality grass f- grass fed butter. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, they're all really good. But these oils like are hidden, not only like if you're just baking and cooking, right, to get rid of the inflammatory ones, but they're hidden in a lot of foods that yep. you're buying. Um. And they're hidden in things that you don't even think about. So like right. coffee creamers mm-hmm. or nut milks. Mm-hmm. So if you are dairy free, you want to try to find a nut milk 
that is literally like, so like if you're running almond milk, you want it to be like almonds, water, and maybe some salt. Right. And that's it. Or, or maybe some like vanilla flavoring or vanilla bean in it. Like if it's a flavored one. Right. But coffee creamers tend to have tons of canola oil and other icky stuff in it. Um, like if you can handle dairy, like just go with half and half or heavy cream is great. Add your own flavoring in it. So just like some vanilla extract or fresh vanilla bean or some cinnamon is mm-hmm. way better than these pre-made coffee, right. coffee cream flavors. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Hey y'all, if you're really enjoying our mini summer series about clean eating, we hope that you check out thegutsytruth.com to get the free gutsy guide to clean eating. All you have to do is go to thegutsytruth.com and click the link for the gutsy guide to clean eating. Drop us your email and you'll get the free guide sent right to your inbox. And be sure to save the date for season three of the Gutsy Truth launching on Tuesday, August 1st. So moving on to seasoning. So this is like a very simple swap. It was, yeah. I, I think, an earlier swap in our process of like swapping out um, cleaner products. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like your normal table salt mm. to, and trans- transitioning from that to the Redmond um, salt. Mm-hmm. Um, so Redmond is a brand of salt. Um, if they have their online store, it's available at a lot of grocery stores as well, but their salt is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it also has, I don't know how many, like thir- 30 or 40, like trace minerals mm-hmm. and getting those minerals is vital for mm-hmm. your overall health. Um, it's so great for you. And it's the simplest thing of just swapping out your normal, like Morton salt to right. Redmond salt um, is really great. Exactly. Yeah. And there's such a bad connotation with salt. Yes. And, um, your body literally needs sodium mm-hmm. to function properly. And right. most people are very depleted in their electrolytes. So mm-hmm. like sodium, potassium, magnesium, and then those trace minerals. And yeah. those, you your body needs them to do like over like 500 different reactions that make you function every right. day. Yeah. And so, yeah, like Redmond, like Caitlin mentioned, is a great, really good option because mm-hmm. you're not only just getting like clean salt, but it's coming with those additive or those extra trace minerals because they have this huge salt mine in Utah, I yeah, believe it is. Yeah, they're in Utah. Um, and so they're pulling it fresh from the earth. Like it's the greatest thing. Like you cannot get any more farm to table, so to speak, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from salt cave to table yeah. <laughs> um, with Redmond salt. Yeah. So it's great to add for any, anything, baking, cooking, all mm-hmm. the above. And they have like uh, a couple different types of like salts too. Like they're mm-hmm. your no- normal salt. They have a seasoned salt. That's really good. Like yeah. I love to put that on um, potatoes for like mm-hmm. breakfast potatoes and things like that. Um, and they have a garlic salt. Yeah. Maybe? I think they have a garlic salt too. And then my favorite <laughs> oh, no. um, is they have these like mini little travel yes. salts. Um, and so they came in like a six pack of them and I gave Abigail one cause we have like, they're perfect for like my lunchbox. If I'm mm-hmm. like bringing something to work and I just want to add a little salt to whatever I'm yeah. eating or honestly, I brought it like when I've traveled oh, yeah. and like, I don't want to use the salt that's like at the restaurant or whatever. Right. Like I'll just bring that and just sprinkle a little bit of salt and it's amazing. And so, they're cute and little tiny. They're so cute. And I love little tiny things like that. So, um, it was definitely a win. So yeah. Awesome. Um, Okay, number four on healthy swaps um, that we really like to talk about are drinks. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of information out there about what to drink and when to drink it and what's good for you and what's not. Obviously, first and foremost, water. Yep. 
like should kind of be your go-to on anything. Um, and with that, like we just mentioned, electrolytes. Mm-hmm. Um, so your body needs sodium, potassium, magnesium to function on a daily basis, especially yep. if you live, let's say in a hotter climate mm-hmm. or if you're super physically active, if you're not replenishing um, your electrolytes, then you're, I mean, and at worst case scenario, you're going into like system failure to some yeah. degree, but like, you're going to feel really crummy and lethargic and yeah, run just down. basic fatigue all the time. Exactly. And so most people, when you think of electrolytes, you think of Powerade and Gatorade, Yep. but no, <laughs> those are full of sugar, mm-hmm. full of added flavors, full of dyes. Granted, I'm, again, Caitlin and I are children of the 90s. We grew up after whatever practices as kids, drinking Gatorade and eating popsicles or whatever. Yep. So I'm not saying that we've not been there ourselves, but there are some really great brands of electrolytes out there um, Mm -hmm. that are clean, that have the stuff you need and taste amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, One of our two favorites we have is Element. It's L-M-N-T. Um, you can order it direct from their website. They have them on Amazon. Um, they have tons of great flavors and they come in these handy little to go packs. So you just mix it with some water. Easy peasy. And I've heard as I've actually tried it. So they have like flavors like raspberry or citrus or orange and stuff. So it's Mm -hmm. a little more Gatorade esque flavoring. Right. Right. But they also have ones that are like chocolate and mint chocolate yes. and stuff and people mix them as hot drinks yes. or put them in their coffee mm-hmm. I tried one one up it was a little strange because it's like salty chocolate mm-hmm. as a hot drink and at first I, I don't know I, mean, I needed to put it in a coffee and see what I yeah, think that'd be interesting to try yeah. but I mixed it with just hot water one time and I couldn't get past the salty chocolatiness yeah but still it was I like the concept yeah so if like you're struggling to like just drink water in general and mm-hmm. you want to like make water more exciting to drink adding electrolytes is a great way to do that because it adds some flavor to it but then mm-hmm. also it has all those electrolytes in it to fuel your body yeah. um which is great um so yeah element and then redmond redmond again relight. going um, yeah. so redmond company that had the salt they just do their relight electrolytes as well mm-hmm. and they do like a strawberry lemonade i think is, a, is our favorite yeah watermelon um, lime is watermelon like, lime is really good too yeah they have a berry like a mixed berry yeah different, and they flavors. um they do like the little stick packets like for to go but then they also have like really nice canisters mm-hmm. yeah. um that make it convenient um as well what i would love to tell everyone is please 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 avoid liquid IV. Yes. (laughs) So if you haven't taken the second to read the ingredients, Abigail, will you just read the ingredients? Yes. We have one right here. Because we got a free pack of it in some giddy bag or whatever. Um, Number one ingredient on liquid IV is pure cane sugar. Oh, of course it is. Followed by (laughs) dextrose, which is another form of sugar, and followed by citric acid. Then salt and potassium are next and like magnesium is way down on here. And then yeah, some artificial flavorings and whatnot compared to the element packet I have right here. It's salt, magnesium, potassium. That's, That's basically it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, That's awesome. So yeah. And again, um, you know, so you've got, yeah, I know liquid IV is everywhere. You can buy it anywhere, but it is basically sugar water. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah. Um, so it's got 11 grams of added sugar in one stick. Oof. One serving gosh. stick. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's yeah, no. well. And the whole stick serving is only 16 grams. It says serving size, one stick, 16 grams. And it has 11 grams of that is sugar. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 So let's just, not. Uh, please, please, please. I'm going to take a playbook from Don't one of our that. future guests and just be like, that's a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just please avoid that. Um, on electrolytes, though, I will say if you're needing a more budget friendly option, you can make your own. And yeah. It's super simple. Um, uh, coconut water. Mm-hmm. That's high in potassium. Mm-hmm. So you can do plain water, do like 
whatever ratio of plain water to coconut water that you like as far as flavoring. Mm -hmm. Um, Some fresh squeezed lemon or a lime. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some red, we would say Redmond sea salt and just Mm -hmm. mix that up. And it's super refreshing, very kind of tropical. Mm -hmm. And that is a natural um, way to make electrolytes if you're eating a more budget-friendly option. That's super delicious. Yeah. Okay, next up on drinks. Um, so we covered the most important water. And then I would say coffee and tea because mm-hmm. everyone loves a good cup of coffee or a good cup of tea. Yep. Um, but these you definitely, um, number one, make it at home first. That's my first recommendation. Because yeah. if you make it at home, it's automatically going to be better for you. Yeah. Um, coffee, if you can go organic, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Coffee, I just heard on a recent podcast, is one of the number one highly pesticide covered crops mm-hmm. um and then of course you're like fermenting it or like making it hot and brewing it I shouldn't mm-hmm. say fermenting you're brewing it and making it hot and then the other thing about coffee um I would really say that I've like thought about recently is really try to avoid k-cups or like mm-hmm. keurig cups and stuff because yeah. you're putting that through hot plastic yep so then you're getting microplastics mm-hmm. in your coffee yep which that's not good either no so just go for plain old coffee machine and, you know, drip coffee, um, into a plain old mug, like a ceramic mug, try to mm-hmm. avoid a hot plastic or hot plastic mugs yep. too. Um, that would be good for you. And then really just watch if you're doing like lattes or cappuccinos or like specialty coffee drinks, just watch the sugars too. Yeah. Um, if you've actually ever read like the sugar content and breakdown from a Starbucks drink, it's not, not okay. Right. And going back <laughs> to what you're saying about the inflammatory oils and things. If you're, if you're looking at milks or creamers and things like right. that, just read those ingredients. Um, like adding some coconut milk to your coffee oh, yeah, and good. like some cinnamon or a little yeah. bit of vanilla, like that's, yeah. that's a great thing to do. Yeah. Um, Ooh, really fun hack on coffee to like elevate it. Some just ingredients, vanilla protein powder. Oh, yeah. You can make like your almost home homemade latte mm-hmm. and just like froth it with a little frother thingy. Yeah. That's always good. Yeah, the, those little like frothers that you can get are those are yeah, game changers for at. sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. So tea, Caitlin, you're the big tea connoisseur of the two. Yeah, of us. I love tea. Um, tea can be just really beneficial for a variety of things. Like, um, I'm trying to think of the brand. I should have pulled a box out. I think it's um, medis- oh, What is it called? The brand that we I use all the time. Oh, medicine something. Medicinal yeah, something. I'll pull it while I'm I'm chatting. Um, but. Um, yeah, I, I usually in the morning, like once I drink a whole bunch of water, I usually have like a a green tea with ginger in it. Um, that's just something that is a little bit of caffeine, but just good for you in general. Um, like depending on the time of year, like I'll do teas with echinacea in it, Mm -hmm. um, to help like in like the flu season time. Um, I specifically use a lot of spearmint tea. That's really good for PCOS. Mm -hmm. Um, so just kind of like what, whatever you're looking for, there's going to be a tea that helps lemon balm. Um, Mm -hmm. a friend told me about that. That's really good for your digestive and nervous system. Um, that one's a great one. And so you can just kind of, what, what are you looking for? Like a nighty night tea is also great just to help calm your body as Mm -hmm. well. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of great options out there. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull up my to remember what that one was called. And now I, I'll look it up and we'll put it in the show notes, uh, the show notes for sure. Cause that's <laughs> we'll the one thing I didn't have per, um, pulled up already, but yeah, 
Um, tea is, tea is really great. A My. really good option. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to reduce your caffeine intake mm-hmm. intake, there's a lot of caffeine free teas. Yeah. Obviously you can go decaf coffee as well. Yeah. And the biggest thing I would say on both when it comes to caffeine is mm-hmm. drink caffeine after you've eaten yes. a full savory wholehearted breakfast. Right. Um, if you've listened to any of our episodes with uh, Dr. Leanne Rushing, um, her terminology is we need to get off the mocha and muffin train yes, and you please. need to have, yeah, like a full satiated breakfast. Because when you drink, especially people that drink coffee, because it's more caffeinated than some teas um, on an empty stomach, like when you first wake up, like the majority of people do, which mm-hmm. I used to do as well, you are just wrecking your adrenal system. You're adding so much unnecessary stress to your body because your body's already higher in cortisol in the morning because it's supposed to to like help you wake up. Mm-hmm. And then you add all this caffeine on top of that and you have nothing in your system. And yeah, it's just not good. So we just recommend caffeine after a savory breakfast, not right. after a donut, not after a pastry or something like that, like a really right. well-balanced breakfast. And again, that goes back to the fact like we're not telling you to get stop drinking any of these things no just mm-hmm. here's fun ways you can have them or if you're going to have um like a caffeinated drink here's mm-hmm. a good time to have them okay i finally pulled up the tea brand i use a lot traditional medicinals is what it's called and it's oh, all yeah. organic tea um you can really find it anywhere yeah um even so, just ordered on amazon or something yeah I, I love all their teas <laughs> yeah and then again so a little more fun drinks um so i'd say alcohol and sodas um so if you're wanting if you still have it kicked that habit totally on either or if you're wanting to and uh, no judgment on either of these drinks on our end um but if you've been a soda connoisseur and know you want to get rid of it but you need some help transitioning olipop is a really good soda brand Mm -hmm. um, that's made with a lot of like prebiotics and probiotics and actually like good things and way less sugar and a lot of them i've had the majority of the flavors and they taste like quote unquote what you think a soda would taste like. yeah their lemon ginger one is like really good it's so good yes my favorite is the I think they call it Dr. Goodwin it's the Dr. Pepper replacement oh nice but it's like a it's more cherry like they have more tart cherry flavoring in it so that's good and the cream soda one Mm. that was really good yeah Um, so yeah in my house they're just a fun little treat rather than reaching for your traditional coke or pepsi product that has a lot of awfulness in it exactly and then alcohol um there are some healthier alcohol options so like there's some organic wines um, which is good because you got to think about, remember, like if those grapes are being sprayed with pesticides, that's transferring to the end product. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you know, if you're wanting non-alcoholic mocktails are great and there's mm-hmm. great ways to make those that don't have very much sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like the mocktail, um, trend is becoming more and more popular, yeah. which yeah. is great. And so I know there's a lot of restaurants like really perfecting their mocktail craft, mm-hmm. um, or having a really good selection of non-alcoholic beer and wine. Yeah. Yeah. The there's, um, a lot of breweries have been doing like their sparkling water that's like hoppy. So oh. my husband and I have like tried a whole bunch of those um, nice. because it's it's like sparkling water, but it has hops in it. So it tastes like a beer, but it's not. It's a, not. And yeah. it's so and it's also just fun for like social gatherings if you're mm-hmm. around people and you want to have a drink in your hand or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's a healthier option for sure. And yeah. they're fun. Yeah. So fun. Or if you still want to have actually have alcohol in your drink, which is totally fine. I love a good margarita myself. Um, just think about what you're putting, like maybe mixing it with. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're do- traditionally say like you have like a rum and Coke or something may like try to find a different version. That's not 
going to be super sugary mm-hmm. or have not great products in it for you. Yeah. Um, and and similar to what you were saying about coffee is like, make sure you're eating a good meal around it yep, as well. For sure. Um, so you're not just like getting that huge sugar spike mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from from drinking something and you're, you've got some protein that you're balancing it with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. The last, but definitely not the least yeah. of our healthy swaps. Probably the most exciting. <laughs> the most important is sweets. Yes. How to healthy swap on sweets. Because no matter what, everyone has a sweet tooth occasionally mm-hmm. and it's totally fine. Yeah. It's completely normal. And instead of completely restricting yourself, like we talked about in episode one, you know, just have a small bit of it mm-hmm. and some healthy options for that um, that we love. So if you're talking like traditional chocolate candy, mm-hmm. um, instead of reaching for like a Hershey's bar or Reese's Pieces or, or whatever, stickers mm-hmm. or something, um, Hue Chocolate, Caitlin talked about their crackers earlier, same mm-hmm. brand, H-U Chocolates, or JoJo's Chocolates. Mm-hmm. They both have multiple flavors that are all amazing and all made with good, clean ingredients and mm-hmm little to no sugars in them. Right. Yeah. So the, um, the Jojo's chocolate, it's a really great story about Mm -hmm. how that company came to be. Um, basically this woman was battling cancer for many years and she had a sweet tooth. Um, her name was, they called her, um, Joe. Mm -hmm. And so they made these Jojo's chocolates that at first she was just making for herself. And um, unfortunately she passed away, but now her, her son is the one running the business and it's been growing like crazy. And so it's also just fun to support companies like that, that were founded on such a, um, a a sad, but beautiful story. And so their, their coconut or excuse me, their Hawaiian one is really good. It has the macadamia nuts, um, coconut and sea salt, their pumpkin spice one that comes out in pumpkin spice season in the fall. Or the peppermint bark. Oh, that, yeah, peppermint bark and the and for Christmas that's amazing too. Um, they uh, they're available at Walmart or mm-hmm. online. Um, yeah. that Costco has them seasonally as well. They're all really good. And what I love about them is that they actually add some protein yes. to the chocolates, which again helps with sugar spikes in general. Yep. Um, and so that's another reason I love them. But I like I got my whole family on the JoJo's and uh, like stick, and so it's been really fun just to see everyone be able to enjoy a sweet, but knowing that it's made with clean ingredients. Um, 100%. so Jojo's and huge chocolate are for sure. Amazing. Mm-mm. They are the best. Um, okay. So for non chocolatey candies, if you're looking for good lollipops or mm-hmm. starburst replacements or mm-hmm. gummy replacements, um, a company called Yum Earth does mm-hmm. it really well because a lot of those things like Skittles and Starburst and lollipops and stuff, the biggest thing is the artificial dyes yeah. in those are really not good. And so it's a big thing of mine, especially around like Easter time and Halloween when mm-hmm. it's just like mass candy is being given out to kiddos and the amount of uh, awfulness in it. And it's so hard because like, again, you're try- trying to balance life of not completely restricting your child because you don't want them to have a restriction mindset, but let them have something. Um, And so Yum Earth does a great job. Mm -hmm. Their um, lollipops are amazing. They do, I forget what they call them, but it's like a Starburst replacement Mm -hmm. and like gummies, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so like like a gummy bear replacement kind of thing. Super good, made with real things. So the coloring comes from actual food and Mm -hmm. not dyes of any sort. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So again, it's still candy and it's still sweets and it's still sugar in them. Yeah. But you can do it in a way that makes it um, not as the other ingredients around them are not as terrible. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And then one of our go-to 
non-dairy ice cream options is called Nadamu. So it's N-A-D-O-O-M-O-O, Nadamu. Um, and it's a coconut-based ice cream. Um, again, it's ice cream at the end of the day. So there right. is sugar in it, but it's not full of all the artificial ingredients that a lot of ice creams are. Um, and I really honestly love it. And again, I will top it with like some raspberries and blueberries and I'll mm. even sprinkle some chia seeds on it too, yeah. just to like make it fun and maybe add some like little be- pieces of chocolate too. Um, and again, like absolutely love treating myself to something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's a really good option for an, an ice cream um, because who doesn't love ice cream, especially now that we're in the summertime and oh, yeah. it's, it's hot outside. You gotta, oh, for sure. gotta treat yourself for sure. And, and the same thing with all of this. Like if you're going to have a sweet, choose to have it um, at the end, like after you've had a hearty meal yep. and not just like as a snack. And again, that will help with um, your sugar spikes because mm-hmm. if you're, if you're feeling your body with good vegetables and protein first and then have it, have a sweet, um, you're not going to get that big sugar spike than if you just, you know, had an ice cream just, you know, randomly without any protein around it. So that's just a good reminder and something that I try to follow. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, so we hope this has been helpful. I mean, this is just a few of a million swaps that Caitlin and I have done, but some of the big ones, um, again, I think we also viewed this as these are some of the things, especially like with the snacks, drinks, and sweets, people Mm -hmm. automatically think they have to eliminate. Right. Um, and you don't have to, you can still enjoy those things. Um, cause when these things are in their most basic form, like they should be made, like if you ever made homemade ice cream, it's Mm. not that many ingredients and it's delightful. Yeah. And it's still a sugary treat, but again, it's a treat. That's Mm -hmm. the key word it's a treat so you're having it occasionally not Mm -hmm. nightly (laughs) right oh yeah Yeah. and so these are just great options so that you're still enjoying your favorite foods Mm -hmm. but with less crap in them so to to put it plainly um and just really and getting the most out of life because at the end of the day it's memories over anything yeah um and if you're fretting too much about what you can and can't eat then you're not going to also enjoy the beautiful part of life too exactly well said Thanks. So stay tuned um, for next week, episode three of our mini summer series, The Gutsy Guide to Clean Eating. We're really excited about next week's episode. So hope to see you then. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com, and we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth.